Welcome to the Thanksgiving edition of the Always 100 Podcast with the whole crew. I hope all of you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday, eat a lot of food, watch a lot of football, and if you're a sports better, make a lot of money on this weekend's games, which yours truly is trying to dabble in this weekend. So hopefully I got a couple thousand dollar profit by the the end of the week. So this is going to be cool. Anyway. Uh, This is the Always 100 Podcast, episode 91, and we are going to talk about two of the the three Thanksgiving games and three massive games coming up this weekend in the NFL. Uh, But before we do all that, I want to introduce my panel. First up, my mom, Mona, whose Cowboys did lose and did not look impressive doing so, but their defense uh was up to the task and mom uh for the first time in three years the Pitt Panthers are going to the ACC championship game so all in all I think you had a pretty good weekend I had a fitty fitty weekend (laughs) well yeah you know uh, I would have had a great weekend you know had Dallas and Pitt won but you know it is what it is. it is. Yep, it is what it is for sure. Next up, the founder of the McKenzie Report football Facebook group, uh, my Uncle Jamie. And as we talked about off the air, the Giants stink. But Uncle Jamie's a loyal fan, and it will definitely be calling for people's jobs, I think, once we start getting into it. Because the Giants are awful. But thank you for showing up and uh, contributing to the show uh, in the great ways you always do. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. But Jason Garrett's the first. We'll see. Might be a whole floodgate of uh, coaches losing their jobs very soon. And finally, Michael Trevor, whose Steelers did take over SoFi Stadium, just like I thought they would. But uh, the defense in the final two minutes couldn't couldn't get a stop. And Justin Herbert, uh, 53-yard touchdown, proved to be the game winner. Uh, But uh, Michael Trevor, I think you should – I mean – I don't know how I'm not going to speak for you, but I mean, the Steelers did put up a good accounting of themselves, especially in that fourth quarter, just couldn't pull it out in the end. Man, I'm surprised it was that close. I, I, went, I went to sleep on it in the second quarter. I thought it was over. So I, was, <laughs> I was shocked when I woke up. It went by three, but number 20 tried to be a hero Man. at the end. And, um, you know, they lost the game. Pittsburgh is, I mean, I can't believe this game was that close. They're not a good team. I guess Chargers tried to give it away that they normally do. And Pittsburgh, you know, gave it back. Like, we don't want it either. So, hey, they overachieve for what they have. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, it was a really good game. And, uh, honestly, Sunday night football, for the most part, has been uh, very, very impressive uh, for the most part. So, uh, hopefully there's another really, really good game on tap. Uh, we'll get to that game in just a few minutes with the Ravens and the Browns Sunday night from the Charm City. So uh, we'll see uh, what happens there. We'll get the panel's uh, opinions on that game and the three other games on Sunday. But beforehand, this is the first, this is the one week of the year where we have three Thursday games on Thanksgiving. So uh let's get it started i mean i i look i know we're not going to go in depth on bears lions but uh justin fields will not be starting this why would we well, well 
Well, we shouldn't and we won't, but uh, <laughs> they're we on won't. the slate. <laughs> I mean, they're they're on they're on the slate. The Lions are just awful. They're just I just I feel bad for Lions fans. <laughs> just uh, Uncle Jamie, when you go up to Detroit, find a Lions fan and give him a big hug for for the for the uh, for the Always One Hundred podcast. Just 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 give him just give him our our our, our sympathy and a big hug. Please, like, I, I just want to stand outside the stadium and wait for somebody to give me a, their ticket away. Just take it, take it. Here's t- here's the ticket and twenty dollars. Get yourself some concessions and everything. Here's the ticket, twenty dollars plus concessions and everything. Oh, oh, that's man. funny. That's great. Well, the Bears. That, are that might happen too. Yeah, and right, the right, Bob. The bear, the Bears are only favored by three. Um, who cares? We're not gonna, we're not gonna bother everybody spending their Thanksgiving weekend listening to us talking about the Lions and the Bears, but. There are two games that we actually care about and actually do want to talk about. Um, I, I think, Bob, just just because you're you, you've been through it today, we'll get the Cowboys stuff over with right off the top here. The Cowboys and the Raiders play tomorrow. Um, I, I'm coming to you here. I think. Let me get the spread up. I think at last check it was seven for Dallas. Um, let me see right here. Yep. Cowboys seven and a half total 52. The game is tomorrow at four 30 on CBS. Uh, this is your team, mom. You're seven and three. Uh, give me your headspace and tell us what you think's going to happen tomorrow on CBS at four 30 Eastern time. I have not a clue. I don't know what to expect. I mean, Dallas is, you know, one week they're fabulous. Next week it's like, okay, what the bleep happened here? So I thought last week was going to be a track meet. I thought we were going to score lots of points. Obviously, that was before Amari Cooper was out, before CeeDee Lamb got hurt at halftime, and before Tyron Smith uh, didn't play. So I expected to have a defense is optional kind of game last week with a lot of points scored. I don't know what to expect this week. I mean, I, obviously, I know Amari Cooper is still out because of COVID um, restrictions. I uh, don't know CeeDee Lamb is playing. The receivers that back up, um, you know, the the trio of good receivers like uh, Cedric Wilson, Noah Brown, I thought they would step up. They were not very good this week. I mean, they dropped numerous passes. Dak Prescott, you know, he was he was shaky. Uh, I know he's running for his life partially, and he got sacked quite a few times. But he was overthrowing short touchdowns and just not. Um, getting third down conversions with accurate passing. And also too, I don't know if you noticed this, but when he was trying to convert third down, he was throwing the ball short. It's like, there was no way that play was going to uh, end up as a first down. I, I don't know what the hell happened with the play calling, but I, you know, after a while I was like, I, thought, I was telling Quinn by text, Oh, it's over. It's done. <laughs> Game's over. I, could, I just knew it. You could just feel that Dallas was flat from the very beginning and they never, recovered now on the flip side of the uh, the defense they actually played really well and yes I have to give props to Penn State alum Micah Parsons okay wow. you heard it here wow. I said it in public wow giving props to a Penn State player um yeah he's awesome he's actually really good and he's from Harrisburg too so you know he's got the double strike but I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get with number 11. So I, I do like him. Uh, the defense was the shining star. 
Uh, we're still not going to get back, you know, Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence. So we still have a makeshift, uh, you know, front seven. But hopefully with Parsons and Trayvon Diggs in the secondary, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to keep the Raiders in check. And, you know, this is the first time the two sides are playing since the infamous index card game. Woohoo! So that should be fun. Um, but all in all, I do expect, uh, as usual, as always, that Dallas will win. Well, I mean, hey, you know, <laughs> you got to well, you, you're going to keep the faith. And look, I, as we said last week, and uh, Uncle Trevor, I'll throw it to you. You know, we, we talked about, you know, last week that the Cowboys had the worst draw of the, of the weekend. Um, and if the Eagles won for as great, for as good of a season as Dallas had, their lead, their once four game lead in the NFC East would be down to two and a half, you know, with the Eagles having at New York jets and giants the next two weeks, um, you know, giants again and, uh, and, uh, the dolphins in there. So, I mean, the Eagles could legitimately be on a five game winning streak, uh, by you know, in, the, in the last couple of weeks here, but, uh, you know, you heard what mom said, so I want to hear what you have to say. Cowboys Raiders. Um, you know, Dallas, you know, they didn't look that bad. What I guess, I guess Amari Cooper is their best receiver. I, I, I guess he is. So once he went out, he knew that there was going to be trouble. And once, once CD Lamb got hurt, and that was basically Prescott's fault for that bad pass he threw there in the half, which got him hurt. Do it to the inside or a fade route. For one thing, the guy wasn't open. You're going to throw that pass, throw it so either the ball goes out of bounds or you receive a catch. You don't throw it to the inside on a fade route. So Dak is always shaky. He's, I, I, he's just shaky. I think he, I thought he's, always, he's always going to be shaky. He'll look good at times. A lot he'll look good. Then he'll look shaky other times. KC just blitzed him. They had second half, they had receivers who wore used. To being in the limelight, you know, like even Aikman, I, I didn't point it out on one of those third downs that Mona mentioned. The routes weren't past the, they didn't go past the first down marker. All was thrown short because all the routes were ran short. But these guys out there in the second half, they weren't, they're not used to being in the limelight. So, um, you know, you can't, you know, you can't really blame them for that. They're just scrubs, the second string. You know, you, if it's, See you later to play tomorrow. It might be some of the same thing. These guys, they're doing the best for a reason. The defense played well in the second half. They didn't do it first half. They didn't play like like me and I guess we talked about the playbook to stop Kansas City. Four-man rush. Don't blitz Mahomes and make him, you know, dick and duck down the field. And he'll get frustrated. He'll, he'll force passes and get intercepted. That's how you play that team. And they started doing that in the second half, but they just didn't have enough offense. Ezekiel Elliott was hurt. Um, they, they, just, they, just, you know, they just couldn't do it. So, I mean, Dallas really would be shaky tomorrow. Just, I think the Raiders might have quit them. I think with losing their coach, losing these players that they have, letting the Bengals come in there and blow them out, I, just, I, don't, I don't see the motivation. Maybe playing in front of the national audience might get them motivated. But I, I just think they're basically they're about ready to mail the season in. So, so they might Dallas might catch a break, 
even though they, they got injuries all around. They're playing a team that doesn't have much to play for. So um, I think Dallas, if they jump out early in the Raiders, get the Raiders down, they'll probably give up a little bit, in my opinion. And But if they, if they let the Raiders hang around and, you know, and they actually lose this game, then they're really in trouble. But the Eagles' schedule is really easy. Eagles can Eagles schedule. They can win the next five games easily. So you know, the Cowboys. The Cowboys will probably try and jump out early, like you did against Atlanta. Put them down early. Put their foot on their neck. And you know, and that that would be the game plan. I got Dallas. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I, I'm leaning toward. Uh... Dallas too, but I want to hear Uncle Jamie's expert analysis. What do you, what do you, what do you think is going to happen uh, this game? Well, this game is what I call in the McKenzie Report the live or Memorex Bowl. So every week we have to go and see, are you live or are you Memorex? Are the teams for real or they're just playing around? So being, you know, the person that I am and, you know, probably number one hater of Dallas Cowboys, but it always comes to a point in the season where all that hype and hoopla comes to, okay, now we're at a two out of three game losing streak. And what do we do? And what what can they do? Can they really turn this ship around? Are they for real or are they memorettes? What is the story? We want to know. We want to know. Yes. We had injuries. Yes. Amari Cooper didn't play. Yes. CD lamb got hurt. Yes, but, you know, the road to the Super Bowl, you got to have an X-man up. You, you can't just think everybody's going to be healthy all 17 games, plus the playoffs, plus the Super Bowl. They should have calculated that somehow, somewhere. And now we have to figure out, can they win a game despite these situations? So, yeah, they're down to the third wide receiver, Cedric Wilson. And, yeah, I picked him up on fantasy because who else they're going to throw to, except for David Schultz? And they got to figure out, can we get Zeke in the game, out not just running the ball, but out of the backfield catching passes? Tony Pollard made an appearance. Thank you. We appreciate it. But, you know, we got to get this rolling. And now I think, you know, after that loss in Kansas City, home cooking and Thanksgiving is just exactly what they need. The Raiders are a shamble. Let's just put it that way. Derek Carr is inconsistent, beyond inconsistent. He's got the firepower. He's got the uh, walk boiler. Uh, the tight end is great. <laughs> Renfro, uh, uh, Hunter uh, Renfro is great as well. But the, the, And they got Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. They should be able to do wonders, but there's too much internal turmoil that they can't figure out and they can't stop a nosebleed defensively. So I think Cowboys have to show and prove. They know they're on national TV. They're America's team. It's Thanksgiving. you got to put a W up. They haven't put too many W's up on Thanksgiving, as me and Mona know, because I love seeing watching the game with their on Thanksgiving because <laughs> it usually ends up in an L. But this time, I think they'll be able to pull it away. They got to pull it away early, make their statement, and make it known who they are. Because really, the last two out of the three weeks is just, you know, the Denver game will give you the arbitrage. You know, okay, we'll give you a pass on that one. But that stanker in Kansas City, they got to come back from that. So hopefully Mike McCarthy gets everybody's head on right. And Dak just personally doesn't take, you know, takes it personally 
and really puts his head on right and gets this game going. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys on this one. Jamie, you just said something when you mentioned that daggone Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Dallas winning, they're winning despite his behind. Exactly. You know, exactly. Uh, yeah. So I don't, just don't even mention his name because he right. really needs to be gone. The Cowboys are like the Roy Williams University of North Carolina Tar Heels. It's the, if you have so much talent that he doesn't have to coach, you're going to win the game. But if he has to yeah. coach and get into these tight games or come from behind situations, you're done. You're done. Well, his clock management is horrendous. Oh. I mean, right before halftime, oh. it's like, why are you not oh. calling a timeout? And the talking heads are killing him on that oh. every freaking time. They're like, what are you doing here? Especially the San Diego game. I couldn't see the clock because the guy was in the way. I'm like, what? That that was that one was bad. That one was bad. Yeah, you can't see the clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, wow. That's the first. Well, look, Jerry didn't like that. I know Jerry didn't like that. Well, here's the thing. Go, go on, Uncle Trevor. Sorry, sorry. Shouldn't the quarterback be in charge of that two clock management? Shouldn't he be aware? Yeah. Oh, for sure. But these coaches on the sideline for a reason too, though. I mean, come oh, on. Well, yeah, but when to take a timeout, when not? I mean, they weren't running up, but they weren't going. They weren't. They weren't hurrying up at all. Right. Part, I mean, part of that is point, on deck. You got to get them right. together. Part of that you is on deck. Yep. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, no. I mean, I mean, mean Uncle Trevor agreed on this. They're crazy. I mean, I don't know. No, I agree. No, no, I I agree with Uncle Trevor wholeheartedly on that point because Dak. Look, Dak is. In his fifth year, and he's got a, a one. He's in his first year of a four-year, one hundred and sixty million dollar contract, dude. You have the authority. Like, forget Mike McCarthy, dude. Like you and Kellen. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. You don't know what, what? authority he has and doesn't Mom, have. They uh, wouldn't Quinn. pay. Mom, they're y'all. not going to pay the man all that money to to not look. He has the authority to do it. He, yes, he does. Like uh, he he. I think he's earned that. Because the money that Jerry Jones shelled out, his one hundred and twenty-six million dollar guaranteed. I disagree. I think he was told not to do. I think he was told not to call a timeout and just keep getting down the field. I think that's what he was told to do. I don't think that he just decided he wasn't going to call a timeout. I think he was told not to call a timeout. Well, that's dumb. And then he tried to force the ball downfield then that's where you got cd hurt because he forced the ball downfield well, a agree. bad pass yeah and it's like if they had just taken a timeout and regrouped i don't think that play ever would have happened no and, and look you you don't and I, I we can't I, I don't know if we could say that but i i will say this um uh, if, if if i'm if i'm a player on the field yeah if amari's not there yeah i want my number one receiver in cd lamb who's, you know, some days I think he's your second number one, and some days I think he's your number two receiver. But in any event, look, this guy, this guy's got 50 catches and 740 yards and six touchdowns. I mean, I, I mean, heck, that's not, that's number one receiver category. But, you know, just all those stats alone, he's got – He's got 77 targets of 50 catches and almost 800 yards. And he's only dropped the ball, according to this stat, all these stats. He's only had four drops the entire season. So I don't think that's true. 
Maybe, maybe, maybe they might have okay. shored him a couple, but you know, but that one there, okay. Dak is like, I trust CD Lamb to make a play. I, and you know, and look, and he did the same play a quarter and a half later to Cedric and Sneed and and 35 made a great play. He made a great the Cowboys lost to a Kansas City Chiefs team that got tired of all of us saying their defense was trash. And to be fair, it was trash. It was horrible. All right, it was just horrible. There's just no other way to describe it. They took it personal, and they made that performance. That's what happens when you're a two-time defending AFC champion. You can kind of muster up games like this. You got you lost to a team, and by the way, you only, you only gave up 19 points. The game was not over really at any point until the final two minutes. Okay, like the Cowboys have plenty of chances to win this game because your defense and Micah looked looked around and said, no, dude, I, I don't care. I don't care if we are in your house. You're not going to run up no 40 points on us. <laughs> that defense line took it personal. So did, so did those linebackers. So did your corners. Your defense came to play. I'm very impressed what your defense did now they're going to have a little bit harder harder time because i know I, I know that's kind of insane to say playing patrick in his place when you're playing the raiders in their place well Derek carr leads the league in pass yards you know or or, or he, he's in the top five i'm not sure if he's number one but he's averaging 307 yards passing a game or 304 yards passing a game okay so Derek carr is can't can throw a party if he wants to, you know, 3,041 yards, 16 and nine. Dak's got 20 and seven on 25, 57, you know, like, and da- and Dak's had a couple off weeks. Now, if you're, you know, if you're for, for me, I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. And I, and I agree with uncle Trevor. He and I are really in lockstep with this because I think the Raiders are about ready to give it up. Um, and Uncle Jamie, I agree with you too, uh, because I think at some point the Mike McCarthy deal is going to cost the Cowboys. Um, and I think for Cowboy fans, th- well, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think we can we can pretty much uh, put you know assume that they're going to win the NFC East. Uh, that they'll hold on. They may not be by four games, but they're going to win the division. Uh, that means they're going to be in the playoffs. That means they're going to have a home playoff game. And what Cowboy fans are just hoping for is, hey, Mike McCarthy, could you not screw us the game before the Super Bowl? Could you, like, act like you've been to a Super Bowl and and our world championship head coach and, like, kind of remember what you're doing? Because I don't think you, you know, did all this stuff with Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. Forgot timeouts, didn't do good clock management, all this other stuff. And yes, the Cowboys are seven and three in part in spite of uh, Mike McCarthy. And that's kind of why I, I sit back in a bigger sense and I, I can't fully jump because I, because I want to jump because I know how happy it would make you if the Cowboys found themselves in the Super Bowl for the first time since January of 1996. I, I could see what that would do to you. I, I, I could envision the screaming and, and, and tears flowing if you win the NFC championship game. 
and the Cowboys have as good a shot as anybody, really, to get it done. But coaching matters in the playoffs. Like, and especially in the NFC, where for as good of a season as you had, you're still going to be in the number four spot, more likely than not, in the NFC playoffs for probably going 12 and five or 13 and four. You get the number four spot in the NFC. So, I mean, it, Mike McCarthy's got stuff to prove to Cowboy Nation, and the Cowboy Nation really. Uh, should be a little worried because, you know, they they rightly, in my opinion, have aspirations of trying to go win a championship. And to do that, you need to beat the Raiders. I think you will beat the Raiders because the Raiders' defense is not very good. I think everybody understands that by now. Um, Zeke, This might be a Zeke Elliott 25 for 130 and two touchdown type of night. Dalton Schultz, you know, Couple catches there, a couple catches, maybe a touchdown for him. Dak gets back on track, gets to his customary 275 to 300 yards passing, about two or three touchdowns. Um, the Cowboys f- realize that the sense of urgency is there. They realize that they have to go after this game to New Orleans and a place, Bob, you well know, like New Orleans and Dallas don't really like each other too much. <laughs> I mean, you know, and you're the last time you were there, you only scored 10 points to Teddy Bridgewater. So all that being said, the Cowboys know that there's a sense of urgency. The Cowboys rise to the occasion. And they get the win. I don't think, you know, covering the seven and a half, I'm not sure I'll go that far, but I think it'll be somewhere along the lines of 31-24. Now, 30, you know, 30, 34, 27, something, something like that. You know, the, I mean, because the Raiders will score a little bit, or maybe the Cowboys will duplicate their defensive performance against Kansas City and I'll hold them to less than that because I, I was truly very impressed uh, with the Cowboys' defense last Sunday in Kansas City. Okay, there goes that game. We're all picking the Cowboys on that one. Uh, and before we continue, we want to uh, – Invite you to like, subscribe, and follow the show on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your audio for absolutely free under the name Always 100 Podcast. And, of course, if you are a member of the McKenzie Report Facebook group, the link is in, uh, the, bio, uh, in, in the group there. So click the link. It'll send you to the Anchor FM site where you can like, subscribe, and listen to the previous uh 90 episodes of the always 100 podcast all right so we all picking we're all picking dallas for uh that game we're gonna go to the aforementioned superdome in in new orleans trevor simeon on thanksgiving facing josh allen and the buffalo bills uh at last check that spread was buffalo by six I'm going, who hasn't gotten in here in a while? Uncle Trevor, you want to start us off on this one? But Buffalo and New Orleans uh, tomorrow at 820 on NBC. Well, I guess Alvin Kamara is out again. That's a big running game missing. missing big part of running games missing. And, of course, Trevor Simeon is still their quarterback. So, I mean, Buffalo lost to Jacksonville on the road. 
So, I mean, and plus they got blown out by the Colts last week. I don't know how that happened. I mean, Josh Allen, like I said, I think I told you that before the, before the Pittsburgh game. I don't trust him. And he makes too many dumb mistakes. Media likes him, but I just, I just don't trust him. And he's kind of he's, he's proving this right now. Everyone's shocked at their record. I mean, you know, I was shocked. Like, I thought Buffalo would be able to win kind of in spite of him. I don't know what's going on with their defense. I thought the defense was better than that. But, I mean, running back four or five times, I mean, that's that's almost unheard of in the NFL. So, I, I mean, you would think Buffalo would win. New Orleans is kind of, I guess, they got blown out by the Eagles. That's kind of hard to do, letting the Eagles blow you out. But they did it. And they don't have to get backup quarterback and no running back. But they're at home. And I think that's going to keep this game closer. I think maybe Sean Payton figure out a way to put Simeon in the right position to keep this game close. I think if New Orleans can get some pressure on Josh Allen, he will make mistakes and turn the ball over. But I, I just don't think with Simeon, they have enough offense to um, to win this game. So I, I'll pick Buffalo to win by no more than a touchdown. Well, the, the spread is six, so they'll they'll cover uh they'll cover <laughs> that if you're right. So they'll <laughs> they'll cover the spread. No more than a touchdown. Yeah, which which is fine. Everything it's still it still sticks. <laughs> but that still means they cover the spread. That's a lot. Right. That is a lot, I know, especially especially I, in New Orleans. That's a lot. For a team that got beat by twenty six points on the home field. That's, that's a humongous spread. Yeah, a that, team that lost to Jacksonville. That's a that's a humongous spread. So you do that your own peril. You want to pick Buffalo to cover. Wow. <laughs> that is a good point. That That is, uh, yeah, you know, I, that, that is a good point. Well, Uncle Jamie, uh, tell, uh, give a, give us your analysis for uh, the, the nightcap, Thursday Night Football yeah, on NBC. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's looking kind of bad for New Orleans. We're all hyped up. They started off with 3-0 and 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 really was trying to do the best they can and the post Drew Brees era, and but things start started happening, and it's like a train. This the wheels keep falling off, right? They keep trying to get to the finish line, but this happens, and this happens, and this happens. So now we're down, no quarterback, second string quarterback. Uh, the top receiver never came back, <laughs> and now uh, Kamara's out. Not only Kamara's out, but Mark Ingram, who they brought back. He's out too. So, I mean, they're just on like last strings and about to call a couple of supermarkets to get some guys off the street and play. <laughs> so it's just not happening for them. And meanwhile, the Bills, the Bills got embarrassed, period. Embarrassed. <laughs> embarrassed. <laughs> and the Bills got exposed as well. What what happened is they 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 can't two things you gotta do in football at this stage of the game, late November. You got to run the ball and you got to stop the run. And the Bills can't do either one. As we saw last week against the Colts <laughs> with, with John Taylor having a career day of five touchdowns, four rushing, one pass, one receiving. That was ridiculous. They couldn't stop anything. Oh my gosh. And the score, usually last year, I guess the score, they ran up the score so high that the 
teams didn't have to run the ball or couldn't run the ball to keep up with the pace of the Bills. But the Bills' offense isn't there this year. Knox is back. That should help. But they they got to figure out some way how to run this ball. The Saints' defense is okay when they want to be, and they, they're okay when they're not, and they're not. So there's some timing. So I think, you know, the Bills should establish some form of a consistent offense. They should get the jitters out the way of playing on Thanksgiving because everybody else already played the, they're the last game of the, of the day. So hopefully they have that out of the system. And I think they played two years ago, if not last year, against the Cowboys. So they're used to it. So I think the Bills should be better in the situation, and I think the Bills will pull this one out. Okay, so uh, two on the Bills. Um, Bob, I'll come to you, and then uh, – well, actually, no, actually, no, I won't come to you. I'll come to me because then you'll finish us off here, and then when I start the Patriots game, I'll start off with that one. Look, here's my take on this. Uh, the Buffalo Bills need to get it together. I know this is a Thanksgiving holiday. We're supposed to be giving thanks. We're supposed to be grateful for the people that care about us and, and all that good stuff. But I'm going to spit this fire real quick. There is no way in hell that the Patriots should be ahead of the Buffalo Bills in, in the AFC East. I'm sorry. There just, there just isn't. There just, there just isn't any reason for this. The Patriots have a rookie quarterback, a seven, a near 70-year-old head coach, Kendrick Bourne and Nelson, Nelson Aguilar as their number one and number two receivers, respectively. A lot of a lot of defensive backs that are in their later stages of their careers, Kyle Van Oy, Dante Hightower, Devin McCourty, just to name a few. And the Buffalo Bills have Cole Beasley. Stephon Diggs, a, a, a guy who got, Bob, in the offseason, I don't know if you know this, Bob, but Josh Allen got a six-year, $258 million contract. I don't know if you know that. Yes, I did see that. Yes, I do know that. Then why, why, why are you in second place in your division? Uh, this is just, this is bad. This is bad. And Bill's Mafia, Bill's Mafia cares about that team. Then them people care. They, they want to see a winner. And you went to the AFC Championship game last year. You went to bid then. You lost to Jacksonville. You scored six points. I, I, I mean, I mean, really? You, you scored six points. And then, and then to make it even worse, you got tormented with a guy, with a black dude that got the same name as you. Tormenting you all night long. I mean, uh, interception, sack, fumble, another tackle. I mean, the, the boy was everywhere. You're just making your life miserable. I this is this is this is bad. Get it together, Buffalo. I, I, I and as far as the Saints go, look look, the Saints gave up forty points to Jalen Hurts, which all of us. What I mean, well, I think you and I like Jalen Hurts. I like him for sure, but ain't no way the Eagles should be scoring 40, 40 points on anybody. I'm sorry. You, you, the, the Saints gave up forty points. Now, that's really bad. That that's embarrassing. It, 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 I mean, they, uh, the only thing the Saints could do right now, since Alvin Kamara don't want is not healthy. There's no Michael Thomas. I, I, I mean, they can play defense. 
are against everybody, apparently, except the Philadelphia Eagles. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, this is just, this is just bad. I mean, this is bad on both ends. Buff- Buffalo's going to win this game because, to be quite honest, Josh Allen, I mean, and look, I know Tom Brady lost to Trevor Simeon, but Tom Brady's got seven Super Bowls, and he's two decades older than you. Okay, he he got the cachet to lose to Trevor Simeon. You, with a team that should be head and shoulders, the best team in the AFC East, is losing to some old man and a, and a rookie quarterback. And you better get the win again against the Saints because we play y'all next Monday night, and we finna beat y'all. We finna beat y'all. So that's just what it's gonna be like. Like the Patriots gonna beat Buffalo one one time. I don't know if it's at their place or if it's at our place. All I know is we play them next Monday night. And I can't and I can't wait for that. I'll be sitting I'll be sitting in the seat watching that game. I'll tell you that much. Cause I want to see what the Patriots are made of one. And I want to see a Buffalo been a fluke this whole time. They're gonna prove me right tomorrow. They're gonna prove Uncle Jamie right and Uncle Trevor right. They're gonna get the win. They're gonna get they're gonna beat New Orleans because to be quite honest, if you don't beat if you can't beat Trevor Simeon and you got a $258 million contract, there there should be a lot of concern in Buffalo. Mom, go ahead. Well, I don't really have a lot to add to this particular game. Um, I do know that on paper and somewhat on the field, Buffalo seems to have a better team right now. They're just not playing like it. Um, I'm not sure exactly what's happening besides injuries down in New Orleans. Um, I don't think that Sean Payton's going to be able to, you know, work some kind of magic to um, make his players play better on the offensive side, you know, without Kamara and others like Michael Thomas. Um, so I'm just going to say briefly that Buffalo definitely needs to win tomorrow or else they're in a whole world of trouble going forward. So we're past halfway point in the season. Buffalo needs to really show that, that they've got it together. Trev's been saying stuff about Josh Allen all along that he's not um, really that great of a quarterback. And I'm, I definitely see that a lot more this year than I had in previous years. Trevor Simeon, you know, he's just, he's really not a starting quarterback in that shows too, but all in all, I believe that um, Buffalo can and will win down in New Orleans, and that's what I expect to happen. All right, clean sweep. So I think we both, we all clean swept the two Thanksgiving games. So uh, let me take a minute. Hey, to yeah, yeah, go go ahead. Go ahead, Trevor. Yeah. Why are you calling a 70-year-old man old? I mean. Do you think Belichick can't coach because he's 70? No, he's, he's, the, be- he's the best coach. Look, I think he's the best coach right. in football. There's no question about that. Right. And, I, and I think he's and, – yeah. and, and, and listen, and, and listen, that might be a bit, a bit incendiary on my part. I, I, I agree. I Thank you for calling me out <laughs> on that because, look, Dusty Baker is 72 and he was in the World Series. So yeah. age is just a well, number. What Nick Saban? And Nick Saban too. Nick Saban and Belichick are around the same age. And Nick Saban is the best college, yeah. coach, college coach of football. Belichick's the best NFL coach. See, now. So – now Pittman has opened the coordinator at sixty-five, and he he's showing signs of Alzheimer's. Oh, don't so, do that. You got to do it on a case by case basis. Let's see, nobody was talking <laughs> about Mark Whipple. Okay. Uh, so, you got you got to be a, you got to be your best quarterback 
after your best player, you got him running quarterback draws. Right, right. In the fourth wow. quarter. Look, I am by no means defending Mark Whipple. You know I can't stand him. I didn't want him even to come back. So, you know, I'm not disagreeing with you. But, no, you did not have to point that out. You chose to point that out. (laughs) Well, I I want to take a jab. Old old guy got Alzheimer's. Mm. Not for everybody. You know, some six by your guys are showing that Alzheimer's, and some are really sharp. Yeah, Bel- Belichick, yeah. Bel- Belichick is smart, yeah. But Bel- Belichick is sharp, yeah. and Nick Saban, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. that. That's fair. That, that's fair. That's a good point. All right, you guys. Uh, but, all right, here we go. Let's take a quick break. Let's go talk about the Sunday game real quick, about quick break. It's just to tell you that you are listening to the All This 100 podcast. Like, subscribe, and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your audio, or, or even in the McKenzie Report facebook group as we mentioned before this is episode 91 happy thanksgiving to you and yours from the always 100 podcast all right we talked about the two thursday games let's go let's go get this let's go get this deal done for sunday patriots Titans sunday one o'clock on cbs the only game of the weekend i actually care about uh to be quite honest with you uh the wow Well, okay, even for me, this might be a little bit steep, but the Patriots are six-and-a-half-point favorites Sunday in in New England against the Titans on CBS at 1 o'clock. Look, I'll be honest with you. Wow, that that's a big that's a big spread. I, I didn't think I didn't think the Patriots would be this big of a favorite, to be quite honest with you. Uh that kind of scares me. Uh the money line is uh Patriots minus two eighty five on the money line. Um look, the Tennessee Titans are in the number one spot in the AFC playoffs. Uh they've had a fantastic season. Ryan Tannehill, whether people like him or not, the guy the guy's leading on on the number one uh the quarterback of the number one ranked team in the AFC conference through eleven weeks. Um I think for me, oh, by the way, the news that I didn't tell you guys was uh, the Titans waived Adrian Peterson, so no more Adrian Peterson in Tennessee. Uh, so there's that. Look, I, I just think this comes down to the fact that the Patriots have the best, de- uh, you know, have a top two ranked defense in the National Football League, Buffalo being number one, but the Patriots are number two in points scored. I mean, it's just that what what they're doing on the defensive side of the ball has really opened my eyes. I understand they're playing. They played the Atlanta Falcons last week, who are ready to roll over. I I, I understand that. I I do. I really understand that. Um, the Falcons are not very good, uh, but a shutout in the National Football League is a shutout in the National Football League. Um, the previous week. Okay, take it for what it's worth. They're playing Baker Mayfield and the remains of him, I might add, because not only is he might be an average quarterback, but uh, the guy, the guy's up here with a with a bad heel, a, uh, a knee problem, a foot problem, a torn labrum, a broke arm. I don't know how the guy's even playing in general. But the Patriots did give up an opening drive touchdown and proceeded to score 45 unanswered points. So... There's a lot that I like about the Patriots. Uh, I think they're going to beat the Titans. I don't know if six six and a half is uh, 
you know, I I, I don't know if six and a half is going to get covered. Uh, I'll just take a win, and I think the Patriots, with the fact that they can run the football, the fact that Matthew Judon and Taylor Lewan are going to go at it for four quarters. Taylor Lewan's an all-pro tackle. Matthew Judon is, uh, well, he's fixing to be a pro bowler for this season. I can tell you that much. Maybe not an all-pro, but uh, this guy's been simply put the best free agent pickup of the offseason. I'm glad the Patriots gave him all the, all the money in the world because this guy is paying dividends each time he steps on the field and chases after an opposing quarterback. He's in the backfield all the time. I love what I'm seeing from Matthew Judon. I can't praise the man enough, truly. Uh, with all that being said, our running game, Mac not making mistakes, and the fact that this defense is a second-ranked defense and points allowed gives me all the confidence I need to pick the Patriots and probably the under uh, getting the win uh, and moving, uh, if not to the number one seed, uh, pretty close to the number one seed in the AFC conference. So give me the Patriots to get this win. Uncle Jamie, how about, what say you? Uh, this one's a tough one for me, to be honest with you. I love, love, love the grit <clears throat> that uh, Vrabel has on these Tennessee Titans. They know how to win the big games. I don't know what happened last week. And they just got rolled on by Tyrod Taylor. But I, I really didn't understand that at all. But I, I think, you know, they, they rise to the occasion, even despite, and they win without your boy Derrick Henry, of course. And that's pretty good. And that's saying something. Tannehill had a, a horrible game, four interceptions last week. Can they bounce back from that? Meanwhile, over there in New England, you know, diabolical Bill Belichick has now found a way to tinker all the things. Everybody laughed at him and stuff. Okay, whatever. Last year was last year. Mind you, last year, half that defense wasn't playing because of COVID. And then you got to adjust to uh, Cam Newton. Everybody got to get over Tom Brady leaving. And now he's here a year later and, you know, five-game winning streak. Nobody's laughing at Bill Belichick again. He's squeezing oranges and getting apple juice out of these players. I don't know how he does it, but he just does. He got like he just has a team of role players. Period. And he doesn't want no superstars. He's kind of like a Notre Dame without anybody's name on the back of their jersey type attitude. Everybody just play, just play, do your job, as he says, and just play your game. And he's getting the most out of it. This running back Stevenson, who where did he come from? Anybody know? Everybody's talking to quarterback. Where'd this guy Stevenson go from? He's running all over the place. He, he, and they're he doing was, a uh, great job. Real quick, Ramondre came from uh, for his a fourth round pick out of Oklahoma uh, this past year. So uh, he, he yeah, was he was he, in the Nick Lincoln Riley system. Go go ahead, go ahead. But he was doing he's doing great. Nobody expected him to be as good as he is now. I mean, they they get in the whole, you know, Tony Brown kind of concept that they're getting the best out of all these players and they're doing well. You got a good defense, you got a good offensive line, you got a quarterback that, you know, now is taking some chances downfield, which is pretty good. Kevin Bourne's reaping the uh, benefits of that also, and they're just winning. So it's going to be interesting. It's game of the week in my book. But I think, you know, the Patriots might pull it out at the end. I mean, because you want to pick the Titans because they beat all incredible teams, right? But they did lose to the Jets. <laughs> and they did. Sometimes they play down to their 
competition and sometimes they can't match that competition as well. And I think this is going to be ones where they're not going to match the competition. I'll take the uh, Patriots in this one. Cool. Two on the Patriots. I'm going to go. Uncle Trevor is going to finish this out for this one. I'm going to go with mom on this one. Mom, what do you, what do you say about the Patriots and the Titans in New England Sunday at one o'clock? Well, I say that New England is always very hard to beat at home. Um, and the Titans not being 100% traveling up there. Um, Tannehill, has, has already been said, he had a really, really bad game. Uh, he doesn't have you know, two of his best receivers, and he doesn't have Derrick Henry. So you know, he's really trying to do too much and put the team too much on his shoulders without a lot of help. Um, New England is coming into their own. I actually have Mac Jones as my fantasy quarterback. I benched him. Uh, I benched Patrick Mahomes last week and put in Mac Jones as my quarterback. And he's still green, but you can see that he has a lot of potential. Unlike most Alabama quarterbacks, he looks like he might actually be good. So um, I think all that said, I am going to uh, begrudgingly pick New England to win. Uh, up in Foxborough. And then that gives us the last word to Uncle Trevor on this game. Uh, New England, like, you know, we've always done, even when Brady was there, it's fundamental football. Good line play, off the line, defensive line, strong defense. Don't make mistakes on that. The quarterback position, don't turn the ball over. You know, run the ball as a quarterback, make the plays he's supposed to make them make. Belichick's a good coach. I mean, you know, like I like um like Jamie said, New England last year had a lot of guys that opted out on their defense. They didn't play as well last year, but this year they're back to what they've been for several years on defense. But I mean, they're New England's not going to really beat themselves when they're playing the way Belichick wants them to play. They're going to they're going to play fundamental football. So they're not going to they're not going to make dumb mistakes. They're going to make you come in there and beat them. And, um, you know, Tennessee, I mean, any team that loses to, to Houston on their home field, I mean, you, you can't really have much much respect for, well, you can't respect that at this point. I mean, that's just crazy. Yeah, that, that should not happen. Houston has, Houston has nothing to play for at all. They came in there and they dominated Tennessee. So, I mean, New England probably going to do that. New England dominated Cleveland on the line. They, they overwhelmed Cleveland. They overwhelmed Atlanta. They're very, very, very confident. Won five in a row. They probably won't end this week. Looks like it's going to be a showdown against Buffalo. That's going to be a very fun game to watch. But New England's going to win this game. Easily. Wow, we're all they'll, they'll we're turn, all they'll turn, they'll turn the quarterback over. They'll turn um Titan quarterback. He'll he'll make mistakes against this defense. There's no doubt. Wow, we we're all. This is this the first time, Uncle Jeremy? Is this the first time we've all been in agreement on like three on all the games that we talked about so far? Like we all picked the same. I think game. so. It's, I think no, so. it's happened before. It's happened before, and it was kind of scary because we were all such lockstep in agreement. So, well, doesn't happen often, though. No, it, <laughs> it, it doesn't. That's what I, that's what I mean. It doesn't. Um, all right. There were two more games I wanted to talk about, but uh, you know, just just real quick. I mean, I, I know we could talk about 
great Green Bay and, and the Rams. I mean, Bucks and Indy is kind of a high key, important game for both sides. But you know, all I'll say about that game is the I mean, the Bucks are favored by three right now. Look, Tom Brady hates the Colts, and the Colts hate Tom Brady. So I mean, that this this is gonna be. You know, bad blood. I mean, everybody knows it from the Peyton Brady days. I mean, Indianapolis and Tom Brady are not very friendly toward one another. Uh, it goes both ways, believe me. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, th- I think uh, I'll end up going for the Bucks on that one. But um, we all can talk about, if you want, Green Bay and the Rams if the panel wants to, or we can uh, go – straight into best bet and pick. So it's up to you guys. What, what say the panel, do you guys want to talk about Rams and green Bay? I'm good with it. All right. Real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Real quick. Okay. Well, mom, what's say you, you know, I never like talking about green Bay, but I'll do what the panel says. Uncle <laughs> Trevor, you, you wanna you wanna talk about Rams Green Bay or just you know just pick it later? Not really, not, not okay. really. But if you want to, I'll no. Wait. Okay, all right. Well, majority <laughs> rule two two out of Stafford. You kind of yeah. <laughs> Stafford's kind of going into tank. Yeah, I might go that far. Me. I might go that far. Get him in the playoffs first, and you know then we'll 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 see we'll we'll see when Stafford gets in the playoffs if this guy won a playoff game in his life. You know, this guy's a former number one pick in the draft. Like, you know, Dak Prescott's more got more playoff wins than, than you. Like that's got that's kind of embarrassing. I understand you were in Detroit and I understand you got jobbed in twenty fourteen, but the the previous time you were there, you got your face beat in by Drew Brees. So um until Sean McVay and and uh, Matthew Stafford can prove that they can win a playoff game. I'm, I don't really trust the Rams at all. I trust Tom. I trust Aaron Rodgers. And then maybe I'll trust the Rams, uh, Dallas, and then the Cardinals probably in that order. Um, so I, that's what I see in the NFC. But the panel did not want to talk about the other two games, so we'll go straight into best bets. I uh, started this new job, so hopefully – uh, this check does what it's supposed to do. I will have a small ish parlay parlays return this week. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at some of this stuff right here. Um, you know what? Maybe the best bet of the week should be the Ravens minus three and a half against the Browns. <laughs> I mean, Wow. Baker Mayfield, talk about talk about a guy taking it on the chin. My goodness, talk talk, talk about a guy that's had a bad week. This 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 dude right here has been taking it from all sides, man. I mean, if you heard sports radio, if you heard sports talk shows this week, they are not giving Baker much of much love at all. Uh, you know, when you play as bad as he has, I don't really think. Uh, you know, I think it's kind of warranted, and you know, Browns fans as who have supported this guy for a long time might be starting to get a little bit tired of his antics and all the progressive commercials because, you know, they they want to see you win playoff games. I mean, I understand you beat the Pittsburgh Steelers and in, in Pittsburgh, and that's no small achievement in the playoffs, even without fans. There is no small achievement. You deserve credit for that, but you couldn't beat the Chiefs when Patrick got hurt. 
And, you know, right now you got 10 touchdowns and six interceptions. Uh, one of, so with all that being said, one of my best bets of the week is going to be the Ravens minus three and a half against the Browns. I think that's an easy one. Uh, I think the other one probably should be, and I'm sorry, Uncle Jamie, you might want to cover your ears. Philadelphia, lay it. Just lay it. Philadelphia, lay it against the Giants. I, it's just, the, it, look, the Giants, the Giants have some ways sometimes they rise to the occasion and they'll beat a team. They, they beat the Raiders the other week, which I didn't see coming. Um, but then knowing what all, all the stuff the Raiders have been through, it was kind of predictable uh, that they would lose going on a cross-country trip to the East Coast for a 1 o'clock game. Um, the Giants and the Eagles hate each other, and uh, Daniel Jones, I'm, I just, that's just not it for me, man. Give me the Eagles minus three and a half uh, to get the win here. And do I have one more here? uh, What? You know what, Bob? Bob, you might want to cover your ears for this one. I think I might take Washington football team straight up against against the Seahawks. Cover your ears, Bob. I don't know if you heard that, but I I think. Yeah, I heard you. I don't know if y'all feel the same way. But um, this is it for Russell in Seattle. They should have traded his butt when they had the chance. When he told you to trade him to the New York Giants or the Chicago Bears last August or whatever, whatever the reports came out, like July, you know, June, July, when he said he wanted to get up on out of here, you should have traded his butt when you had the chance. Russell Wilson does not like Pete Carroll anymore. I don't think the team likes him. And the Seahawks stink. Period. End of story. They stink. I, I'm not saying Washington football team is anything to write home about, but they'll find a way to beat Cam. They'll find a way to get two turnovers off of Tom, run the ball for nearly 200 yards, and beat the world champions in their building. That did happen. So it's not it's like let's not get it twisted. Not don't think Washington can't beat Seattle. I think they will. I I'll just. I, heck, I, I'll take the minus one for that uh, and uh, do that. So best bets, Washington football team minus one, Ravens minus three and a half, and the Eagles minus three and a half at the Giants. Uh, some of my parlay potentially that I might uh, be placing this weekend, uh, you know, thinking of my check and all the stuff that I want to do with it. That's one of the things I want to do. Okay, y'all, uh, people got flights to get to. Uh, let's get to picks really quick. Uh, I think. Let's do it. Let's, let's, who, who won this week? Who won this week, Mom? Jamie and I were tied. You're only tied because we forgot to actually pick a um, total for the Monday Night Football game. Yeah, my so, homework to make sure to do the that. Giants didn't uh, go right. So, yeah. <laughs> all good so. <sighs> mm-hmm. yeah so we were nine and six for the week all right and so co- co-winners for the week tied so you know uncle trevor gonna have to do good to, uh top you guys uh by the way uncle Jamie, it was a really nice matchup but i finally got my signature win in fantasy i beat the guy who's had one of the best teams <laughs> Each time Man, I, I sat mike williams down the one time mike williams actually wow. produces 
He's on the bench. <laughs> wow. That was your 25, 20 point spread between the two of us. So wow. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, that I was is. Like, no. And I needed that win to try to stay in the playoff race. But it's oh, good. man. I, I, it Congrats. feels weird. I feel it feels weird me being in the number one spot. In, yeah. <laughs> in I thought the league. Uh, Chuck, Chuck had this whole thing running, but he's still had a three game losing streak. In yeah. Game. Number one, number one spot. It kind of, kind of feels good to Congrats. say. Not going to lie. Okay. Enough, enough self promotion and gloating. <laughs> let's get this thing. Let's get this deal done. Bears Lions three Thursday games starting in Detroit. Um, again, sorry for Lions fans that you have to be subjected to watching the Bears and the Lions. The Lions are awful, and the Bears ain't much better. Give me what? Well, well, you know what? Again, Mom raised a good point. Did John Gruden get fired or did he resign? Because if he resigned, Matt Nagy's got got to win this game, or uh, I, I think Mom's next door neighbor is fixing to get the pink slip. Uh, the Bear, Bears, the Bears fans don't want him. The Bears fans don't want him. The Bulls fans in, in there talking about fire, Daggy, fire, mm-hmm. Daggy, fire, Daggy. Actually, he's your uncle. He's your uncle Trevor's next door neighbor, not mine. Well, yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, give me the Bears minus three, Mom. Who do you have? Uh, I want to pick Detroit, but they're on my do not pick list, so I'm picking Chicago. Uncle Jamie, who do you have? Just am I on? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I yeah, just yeah. think the place is going to go crazy and yelling and screaming. Detroit stays in uh, most of their games, but I, I can't picture uh, Andy Dalton lighting it up. So I'm, I'm gonna go with the upset special right here. The wow. tiny bowl game of the week, by the way. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> But wow. I'll take the Lions in the Tidy Bowl special. Oh, wow. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Um, I think this is Nagy's last game either way, who I read. They oh. want to fire oh. him on a short week. Yeah, I, I read that, a report. So I guess that I just, if they want to fire him after this game, I think either way. Who I read mm. was correct. So, But anyway, um, Detroit. Got Detroit. Oh, man. My, well, mom, mom just got the Bears, children do not crazy. pick list. Yeah, that, that, that kind of that that kind that kind of changes things. Dang, do I want to pick Detroit? Do I want to? Do I want? Let's see if Je- I'll, uh, I'll, go ahead. I'll send the email out, the article out. Yeah, yeah, I read that. Yeah, drop, drop it in the, the chat. Yeah, drop drop it in the chat. Uh, I'll stick with. Chicago for now. I might come back to it. Uh, game of the day, uh, 4.30 on CBS. Cowboys, Raiders. Mom's picking the Cowboys. Uh, Uncle Jamie, what say you? Cowboys, Raiders. Go with the Cowboys. Uncle Trevor? I'm trying to jinx again. <laughs> Worked last week, but no. Oh, I'm not. oh man. <laughs> I told you. Told oh you. man, mm-hmm. I'm, try, I'm, I'm just feeding it to you, Mona. I did not. I think the Cowboys this year to make it all the way. Maybe lose to the Super Bowl, but at least make it to the Super Bowl. 25 years, okay. come on, 26. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Well, well, to, to be fair, if the Cowboys do go to the Super Bowl, before Trevor gets his pick. If the Cowboys do go to the Super Bowl, let's be honest. The NFC is so much harder than the AFC. Oh my gosh, like. That's 
Like, no, but like, honestly, if the Cowboys do make it to the Super Bowl, that is like actually. I think that's achievement. debatable. No, what, what do you mean? The no, Chiefs, there's no way. There's the no Chiefs way. are coming back. No, you don't want to face the Colts or the Titans in the playoffs yeah, yeah. under a one-game scenario, and the Patriots. I mean, okay. yeah, I, I don't know if I can make that statement. I, right I, I can't, I, and I, I can't make that statement. And I appreciate what you what you're telling me, but here's here's the thing: the Cardinals are nine and two on a bye week for the number one spot. They're in the number one spot. Green Bay wins. They're they're nine and three. They'll be a half game back actually with the tiebreakers and technically it'll be ahead of the Cardinals for the number one spot you got the Buccaneers at seven and three who might be eight and three and you got the Cowboys who are also potentially going to be eight and three come Thursday at eight o'clock eastern time that that's your spread you got you might have three teams at eight and three one team at nine and two that's your division leaders you you, you got the Rams at seven and three you got Minnesota who could beat anybody on any given day. You got the Saints with the same thing because you can't no can't count out Sean Payton, and you certainly can't count out that defense and that pass rush. You just can't. And you got and, and then for the heck of it, you might just throw in Jalen Hurts and the Eagles just because when they get the run game going, <laughs> excuse me, when you get the run game going, the Eagles are <laughs> kind of formidable. But I, I do emphasize kind of. <laughs> Not really but kind of, <laughs> but so we'll see. But, but really my, my point on the Jamie was literally the top four teams. If the Cowboys bucks and Packers win, will be one game back of the number one spot in the NFC playoffs, four teams. And you got the Rams in the same division as the Cardinals who are either going to be seven and four firmly entrenched in the number one spot for the wild card or you know they'll be eight and three the you know so you know it's just i just think the afc is more open mainly because of the fact that kansas city's coming up but their defense is still suspect and patrick if I would, if you do what the buccaneers really showed you you keep them in the pocket you don't you blitz anybody all that all that case may be, Patrick will throw the ball to the other team. You know, so that can happen. Look, I love what the Patriots are doing, but excuse me, they are starting a rookie quarterback. They are starting a rookie, after all. I, I, I mean, they, they are. And again, I'm supposed to get excited as a Patriots fan because Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar in the playoffs are my number one and number two receivers. Johnny Smith can't stay healthy. Damian Harris is banged up. You got Ramondre, who I like, and Brandon Bolton, who I like. But you're expecting the the, the Patriots to win 21-17 games every single week in the playoffs. I'm sorry, 17 points. You just got to score more than 21 points to beat Kansas City, potentially, if Patrick gets his act together. Against Buffalo, you might have to score more than that. The Patriots don't score enough. But, that, but their defense has proven to be a phenomenal defense, which is why they're going to be in every game. So I, I appreciate the point. I just think for me, the NFC is more open because the top four teams are going to be literally separated by a game, maybe game and a half from one to four. And that seeding could really be what sends one team to the Super Bowl this year. 
that first round by could be the difference of a Tom Brady repeat or, you know, could be the difference between the Cowboys having home field with all those crazy fans, you know, and, and, and all, and all that good stuff with, with Tom, maybe Kyler, maybe, maybe Matthew Stafford having to come to them because they have a first round by an NFC championship game. So I just think for me, all that kind of, kind of makes a difference why I would probably take uh, the NFC or the AFC. Sorry about that, Uncle Trevor. Got a little bogged down, but what uh, you're picking the Cowboys, correct? Yeah. All right, I'm picking yeah. the Cowboys. Uncle James picking the Cowboys. Mom's picking the Cowboys. Bill Saints will go a little bit quicker. I got Buffalo minus. I I got Buffalo to win. Maybe not to cover, but I got Buffalo. Uncle Jamie. Buffalo Mafia rolls. Mom. Buffalo. Uncle Trevor. Um, Buffalo. Okay, here we go. Sunday at one o'clock, the uh, Patriots Titans. Uh, six and a half is probably too much. Out, but I'll take the Patriots to win. Uh, they get a, their signature win of the season. Uh, they beat the Titans and move into a tie for the number one, number one spot in the AFC uh, AFC playoff picture. Patriots for me, Mom. New England. Uncle Trevor. New England. Uncle Jamie. Patriots by here. Okay. Ja- uh, I'm sorry, folks. We are obligated to, to pick Jacksonville and uh, and Atlanta. I'm sorry. I don't want to pick either mm. one. Um, I'll throw my hand up and maybe pick the uh, – you know what? I, I'll just take a flyer on the Jaguars minus uh, plus two. Uh, I could care less about either one of these two teams. I don't care. Uh, I don't care who wins. I'll take the loss with the pick, but I'll throw my hands up with Jacksonville. Mom, who do you have? Such a toss-up. I think Jacksonville is on my do-not-pick list also. So, um, I'm picking Atlanta. Hello, Trevor? In Atlanta? Yeah, uh, no, Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. There are going to be a lot oh. of Falcon fans there, so it doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter. I'll pick Jacksonville. I'll pick Jacksonville. Yeah, it's in Jacksonville. Yep. Uncle Jamie, who do you have? I'll go with Jacksonville. I'm All right. Number two. Mom's lone wolfing on the uh, Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. All right. Jets. Uh, I, I'm sorry, folks. Again, we are obligated to pick these games, unfortunately, but the Jets and the Texans are playing each other. Uh, the Texans are favored by two and a half. Um, Zach Wilson is coming back, but I could care less. Give me Tyrod. Uh, Tyrod showed me something. Zach the Wilson text- and and uh, Zach Wilson and uh, Flacco are in the COVID list. Huh? What? A, what, I what, I, what? I, that's what I thought I saw. Why? Why not? That. Lamar. Lamar's coming back. No, what? What? Zach Wilson to start? Uh, yeah. Well, the, the, again, this, this was yesterday at four forty-eight p.m. So. If if, if you if you look it up and tell us that new information has changed, uh, please uh, let us know. But yeah, uh, uh, that that's kind yeah, of right important. here. Yeah, they're both they're both out. So who's it? Who, okay, okay. So they get get give me the Texans then. Give me give me the Texans. Uh, Mom, who do you have? Uh, Houston. Uncle Jamie. Josh, Josh Johnson. Oh, Josh Johnson is the starter. By the way, Uncle Jamie, who do you, who do you have? Uh, for the Jets? 
Jets, uh, Texans in Houston. No, Josh Johnson starting for who? Sorry. The, Jet, the, the Jets. Jets. The Jets. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take the Texans. Texans defense is playing phenomenal last couple of weeks. Texans. Uncle Trevor. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, wait, I'm wait. wrong. Uh oh. Wait Sorry. a minute. Wait a minute. Zach, Zach Wilson is starting. Okay, so Zach Wilson go. is starting. Okay. Right. And I thought right. Joe Flacco yeah. was the backup in it. Yeah. Okay. So Zach Wilson yeah, is starting. Mike okay. White on the, on the COVID list. Okay. Oh, my, sorry. wait, okay. Sorry about okay. That. Okay. So, my bad. So, yeah. so he is starting. So he cool. Is Zach Wilson. Okay. If any, if um, that, okay. yeah. Okay. But everybody's picking Houston. Okay. All right, Uncle Jamie, coming to you. Uh, well, wait, he, make sure, make sure everyone's picking Houston, Quinn. Well, okay. I, well, okay. I Houston. Houston, Uncle, Uncle Jamie's Houston, Uncle Trevor's Houston. Are you Houston? Me, yes. Yeah, I, I'll stick with the Texans too. All right, Uncle Jamie, coming to you. Eagles, Giants, and Jersey. Eagles by three and a half is the number. Who do you I got? I got to do that, man. <laughs> I, 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 what do it mean? Turmoil. You can turmoil. always. Yeah, I It's your team, Jamie. It's okay. Nah, this money's on the line. So when money's on the line, you I can't play it. with your heart. So I love it. You got to go with the – it's hard to say. The other team that – the Giants are playing. I, I will not say. Who, who, I will not say their I, names on red live radio stations. I will not say their names. Uh, but the team, the Giants will lose. How about that? Okay. Well, uh, I like well, that even better. Well, okay. Uncle uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Jamie's going with the people in white and green shirts <laughs> instead of dark blue shirts. Okay, the that's city all. Of I need brotherly to know. love. The city of unbrotherly love in Jersey. And you'll be Mom, hard pressed have. to find it, to be honest with you. No, no, they're going to be. Well, they're going to be a lot of Eagle fans there. I can probably guarantee. <laughs> they that. should be. Yeah, they uh, might Bob, run up the bill. Bob, who do you have? I'm picking Philly. Um, Uncle Trevor. Eagles. Clean sweep. Eagles. Okay, next up on the list, what do we have? Uh oh, Uncle Trevor, coming to you. Big game in Cincinnati. If you're Steelers, oh, oh, okay, oh, right, wow, (laughs) wow. oh, wow. Okay, want to think about it, Trev? No, uh, apparently not. Okay, Uh, Cincinnati just what? What? Cincinnati by two touchdowns. Oh, wow. Man, what kind of fan are you? I hate for you to root for my team. My goodness. Uncle Jamie, who do you have? <laughs> I'm a realist. I'll go with Cincinnati. Bob, who do you have? Uh, the Bengals. Oh, no. We all agree again. Cincinnati. This is going to be crazy. This is going to be, be really crazy. bad. This is going to be awful. Are we going to have any disagreement on Bucks Colts? Look. Well, well, here, here's the deal with this game. I'm picking the Colts, so. Okay, well, Bob, Bob's picking the Colts. Uh, no, no, uh, because uh, the Buccaneers have the number one rush defense in football. Or if it's not, the, the Saints may have the number one defense, but rush defense. I think the Bucs are number two on a, in rush defense, and everybody and their grandmother knows that that 28 and Blues getting the ball a lot. So. That means you have to trust Carson well, no. Wentz over Tom Brady. Tom Brady at age forty-four still is, is number one in the league in touchdown look, passes. Quinn, eh. Tampa's defense has not looked very good. Trust me, I have the most my I, fantasy I, defense. I, hey, mom, I, I, 
I do agree with that. And I'm not saying that you're wrong about that because I know you're not wrong about that because I've watched Buccaneers games too with you. And look, it started with your team with Dak coming off a terrible leg injury through for 403 yards and three touchdowns. It started game one. Now, could that mean because it's an 18-week schedule and they're just coasting toward the playoffs? I just want to win the NFC South and get in the playoffs and maybe they'll flip a switch? I, I can't answer that. But, again, I, albeit against the New York Giants, I appreciate the fact that it was against the New York Giants. I'm not going to be way pom-poms for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. You were supposed to beat the brakes off the Giants, and you did. But the defense did only give up 10 points. That, that does need to matter. That still is an NFL team. Uh, they're going to give up a little more than 10 points, I think. But uh, I, I'll pick the Buccaneers minus three. Mom's picking the Colts. I'm picking the Bucks. Uncle Jamie, what say you? Uh, I'll go with the Bucks. Uh, yeah. I think they'll be able to stop John Taylor. Yeah, well, I, I, I won't go with stop. I just think you won't go off for, for 185 well, yards and yeah. four touchdowns. I'll, I'll, let's put it that way. Points, yeah. yeah. Uh, Uncle Trevor, what say you? Um, oh. Okay, so we're split. We actually have a split on this one. Cool. All right, Carolina uh, going to Miami to face the Miami Dolphins. This game, well, I you know, if Miami wins, they're 5-7. and seven. I, I don't know. I don't know. The AFC playoff picture, that might mean they're still in the hunt. They're uh, semi-big game for both teams. I think Carolina's in the number seven spot with Cam Newton currently in the NFC playoffs, I think. Um no they're not the Saint, the saints are in the number seven spot right now uh so uh for carolina kind of a big game if uh you can get this one at miami and i think cam newton rises to the occasion i'll take uh the carolina panthers minus the short number mom what's say you i am picking miami okay uncle jamie I think the Carolina Panthers bounce back from last week. I'll go with the Panthers. And Uncle Trevor. Uh, Miami. Mm-hmm. All right, next one. Getting in the four o'clock games now. Chargers, Broncos. I, I mean, <laughs> oh, by the way, the game's in Denver if that influences anybody. Mm. Um mm. Come back to me on That's this one. one. I, I actually, I don't know. I might pick Denver, to be quite honest with you. But, uh, Uncle Jamie, what, what do you have a pick for this game? Uh, depending on weather conditions, I'm going to go with the Chargers to see if they can pull it out. They did a great job coming back against Steelers. I think they keep it rolling. Yeah, yeah but then again, you know, they did have a 17-point lead, though. That That's the problem. <laughs> they had a 17-point right. lead and blew it. Uh, by right. the way. Uh, by by the way, folks, I just uh, I just uh, looked up the weather in Denver. Why why does it say snow showers thirty six currently? Nice snow in thirty six. Now Sunday it's going to be sixty six degrees apparently in Denver. From my from Apple Weather, Sunday sixty six. There you go. high. So Uncle Jamie says Chargers. Mom, who do you have? I agree. I'm picking the Chargers. Well, Trevor, who do you have? 
Uh, Denver. Uh, is this the third split in a row between us? Um, oh man! Oh man! I ah uh, nope. I'll pick the Chargers. No, I'll, I'll do the tie break <laughs> because I just think it comes down to. The, Teddy's going to have to throw the ball to win the game. It, it is just going to come down to that type of game. Last uh, last year in Denver, Broncos won thirty-one to thirty on a last-second touchdown by Drew Locke. So, you know, Teddy's going to have to probably throw the ball to win the game. I, I I'll lean toward Denver on this one. All right, for uh three two four twenty-five games. Uh, Vikings and 49ers, we didn't talk about that game. But, uh, look, I just love what I'm seeing from Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. I'm going to pick the Vikings plus three. Uh, I, I just – I and the over probably. I'm going to pick the Vikings and the over in this game uh, plus three for me. Mom? I don't know. I think I'm going to pick the 49ers this game. Yeah, that's what I'm picking. 49ers? Okay. Uh, Uncle, Tre- yep. Uncle Trevor? 49ers. Uncle Jamie? Uh, I'll go with the Vikings. They find a way to win close games. I think they'll keep it close. Vikings. All right. We split on that one, too. And I'm pretty sure we're going to have a split in this game, too. Rams, Packers. It's in Green Bay. Um, uh, Let me look up the weather forecast in Green Bay just just to, you know, make sure. And I know we're doing this on Wednesday evening, folks, so this is subject to change. But, no, it's going to be fine. 37. 37 for a high. Going to get down to a low of 25. So, mm-hmm. I mean, not terrible. I mean, it's going to get colder as the game goes on. Um, Aaron Rodgers does have a fractured toe, by the way. He wasn't lying about that, and he kind of showed it to the media, which is kind of, you know, unsettling. So, uh, there's that. Um, the Packers defense did, left a lot to be desired last week too. They did give up 31 points to, uh, the, uh, to the Minnesota, 34 points to the Minnesota Vikings. That, uh, does leave some cause for pause for me. Uh, but because it's at home, I'm going to pick the Packers to firmly implant themselves as the number one seed in the NFC playoffs. So give me Aaron Rodgers plus one point, uh, mom. I'm picking the Rams. I'm picking the Packers. <laughs> Uncle Trevor. Wait a minute, the Rams are favored? Rams are favored by one, yep. <laughs> That's funny. Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you laugh like that, Bob? Uh, oh, man. Okay. Uh, Uncle Jamie. Yeah, let's go with the Packers on that. They stepped to the occasion when they play tougher competition. So I'll go with the Packers. All right, cool. And that takes us, does that take us to Sunday night? Yes, it does. It takes us to Sunday night football in Baltimore. This is part of my best bet of the week. Lamar's going to play. I don't have to worry about uh, the other guy. I forgot his name. Sorry. Maybe it's Brett, Brett Huntley's brother. I'm not sure, but some guy I don't know. (laughs) He beat the Chicago bears. I'm not sure. Not sure who that guy is. Uh, the Bears just choked that game away. Uh, but that notwithstanding, I'm going to pick the Ravens to cover. 
against the Browns. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Ravens for me, Bob. Ravens. Michael Trevor. This game in Cleveland. No, Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. Oh yeah, I think Baltimore. Uh, <laughs> <I've ever seen>. <laughs> 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 and Uncle Trevor. Oh no, sorry, and Uncle, Uncle Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll take sorry. the Ravens. It's all good. Yeah, uh, I'll take the Ravens as well. And, and uh, so, Bob, do we clean sweep? You picked the Ravens, right? Yes, I did. Okay, and that takes us to Monday Night Football, uh, just outside DC in Landover. ESPN Screw is going to be in, on uh, Monday Night Football here, and uh, the football the football team. I mean, because again, I have the decency to get a name, please. I mean, we 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 would really appreciate it at this point. <laughs> Could you get a name? I mean, this is just embarrassing. This is really really bad. Okay, uh, Washington Football Team favored by one against the Seahawks. I think Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson might have a, a bloody fist fight if they lose this game, and I'm fixing to think they will. Uh, give me the give me. Uh, I was gonna say the Redskins, but the team that used to be the Redskins minus one one point, please. On uh, Monday Night Football, Washington wins against Seattle. Mom, four. Oh, actually, 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 don't even answer that. E- even if you wanted to pick uh, the Washington, you would never do it. Uh, so we we know you're picking Seattle. Correct, Uncle, Uncle Jay. And the the score will be twenty one seventeen Seattle. Okay, oh, I was got the twenty one seventeen score. Uncle Jamie, what say you? <laughs> uh, we'll go with Washington. Nice. And we'll do Washington wins 21. Uh, 21 18. I love 21, that. 18. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uncle Trevor? Washington 31 14. Mm. Wow. Oh, 31 points. Wow. Taylor Heineke lighting it up on that. Pick a fork in Seattle. It's over. Well, I agree with that. I I won't go 31-14. I, I I go somewhere along the lines of 27 to 17. That'd be I'd be my score. Washington 27 to 17. Gibson goes off for a couple touchdowns. Terry McLaurin. This DeAndre Carter guy can really play too. So they they gonna have to yeah. They I mean Seattle's defense, which is just not just left a lot to be desired all season long. And I and I really think Russell Wilson and Pete are going to have a fist fight and they might and Russell Wilson might bring that general manager into the fist fight too and beat his ass too while he's at it because he told yeah. you to trade him he told you to trade him he told you to trade him. you want to listen to him trade him he was under contract he's under contract you could have traded him to the Chicago Bears yeah you could have traded him to the Chicago Bears and had three first round picks instead you gave I mean instead you gave Jamal Adams 70 million dollars Jamal's a great player he'll, he'll live up to that he's a great player Kind of insane, but a great player. He'll be fine. DK, I, I mean, Uncle Jamie, you do understand that DK Metcalf have, have four receptions for 31 yards, right? Yeah. That, I, that was just embarrassing. I was just yeah. awful. I was just bad. That's, that's bad. I, seriously. And it's not like Washington's defense is, is anything to write home about, especially since you can't get a pass rush because your all-pro defensive, t- the defensive end ripped up his ACL. And it's going to be out for months and months on end. I mean, like, I mean, this is just bad. Like, Seattle Seattle better win this game if they really want to. If they really want to keep their season alive, but their season's over. They stink, and uh, they're going to have some big changes to make come uh, the offseason. 
All right, that's it for us. One we more, made hey, it. One, one oh, no, go ahead, Uncle Driver. Yeah, go ahead, go the ahead, Nagy, go ahead. The, the Nagy report, the Bears denied the Nagy report about getting fired. They denied it. Okay. That means he's getting fired. Well, yeah, I mean, he's getting fired. That's exactly what the, yep, yeah. that's exactly That's what called public relations. Okay. That's called PR. That's called <laughs> PR. They're going to fire his up. Right, let, 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 them lo- let them lose to the Detroit Lions t- tomorrow. On national television. On national television. Let them uh, lose to the uh, Detroit no Lions. Yeah, no win Stop. team. I think this is the only Bears match. Well, they played the Rams earlier, but and yeah, they played, I think this and is they played uh, Pittsburgh on a Monday night. Yeah, so that's yeah. A, this is the third high-profile standalone game. You lost. You lost thirty. You lost by twenty to the to the Rams. You well, and honestly, you, you, well, the refs kind of screwed you on they the second cheated. one. They 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 yeah. did cheat them. I I can't I can't I can't even lie about that. They did cheat that team. They did cheat the Bears, Bob. That's bad. That's just a terrible call. And and, and Tony correctly hip hip checked him too. Tony think t- Tony don't think we we can see. We all got HD cameras, my friend. You hip checked him. Stop it. You goaded him into hitting you, and you threw the flag. Stop. Stop it, Tony Correnti. Like you you did do that. We all saw it on four K cameras. We saw it. Stop. So don't care. Of course he don't care. Of course he don't care. Goodell, Goodell loves him. He, he can do what he wants. Pretty much. That's true. That's true. All right. Enough of that. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Uncle, Uncle Jamie's got uh, flights to catch and stuff. So this is it. Uh, Uncle Jamie, did we make it in time? For you to yeah, go? I appreciate it. Changing the thing around. I appreciate the time change and stuff. Thanks. Awesome. awesome. Cool. Have a safe flight. Tell everybody we said hi. Uncle Trevor. Maybe we'll see you tomorrow. I don't know, but I'm working till two anyway. So I, yeah, because I, because I literally have to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know, Trevor. I, I, you know, this is what happens when you got to chase the bag. So I have to work on All Thanksgiving. Right. Kind of sucks. I know. There's nobody's going to be there. Yeah, nobody's going to be there. It's fine. I'll probably like literally be watching the game come twelve thirty. Like it's fine. Nobody's going to be there. I don't care. So, <laughs> I know, like truly, like I'm probably I'm either gonna have the game on my phone or watch it on the TV and the in the thing. Somebody will turn it on. Don't, so don't go to sleep watching the game. Oh no, I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that. Now, now the other night I was thinking about it though. Ooh, wow. The other, yeah, yesterday I was <laughs> I was going through it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I, I finally got some sleep, actual sleep for the first time in a long time. So that that felt good for that but anyway enough of that not about enough of my griping uh just a programming note episode 90 had some tad bit bad audio i think this audio is going to be like a million billion trillion times better so um depending if i can get it fixed i'll uh put that up there for you guys but uh to be fair this this one's a lot better and uh, i'll probably just uh skip episode 90 and just say that you know we had bad audio it was just one of those days sorry in advance just didn't want to put that product out for you guys but i want to put this product out and it will be on apple podcast spotify google podcast anchor fm and the mckenzie report facebook group and that's it uh jeremy's got flights to catch we're out of here from for quinn mona trevor and jamie we wish y'all a very happy thanksgiving Thank you guys very much. Uh, we're very thankful that you guys take time out of your day to come listen to our show. We really appreciate that. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, I just want to thank you for the bottom of my heart. It does mean a lot. We all put a lot of time, money, and uh, um, emotional energy into making this thing go. So thank you. 
for all the contributors. Thank you for the people that listen, and thank you for joining us on Thanksgiving Eve. We're out of here. Enjoy the weekend. Watch some football, college and pro. Make some money and spend this weekend with your loved ones. We love you guys. Peace and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. 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 Thanksgiving.